Hey, hey, and welcome to the Beat Bichette's Autoimmune Disease Podcast. I'm your host, Maritza Lord, and I was diagnosed with Bichette's in 2012. However, I successfully stopped my symptoms in 2014 without medication. And since 2015, I've had zero flare-ups. And I know that if I can beat Bichette's, so can you. Okay, today we're talking stress. Let me tell you a story. In the early 1900s, coal miners started taking caged canary birds into the coal mines with them. The miners considered them friends, and they would even sing to the birds while they worked. You know the gas carbon monoxide? Awesome. Then you probably already know that it's colorless, it's odorless, and it leads to death by asphyxiation if you're exposed to it for too long. Now, if there was carbon monoxide built up in the coal mines from an explosion or something, the canaries would show distress by swaying or reeling in their cages, and they would even fall off their perches. Eek! Let's put aside the fact that this was an awful way to treat birds. This was common practice in mining back then. And when the birds would show distress, it would be a signal to the miners that the mine was contaminated with carbon monoxide. And then they would swiftly exit or they'd put on their breathing apparatus. And I hope they would try to resuscitate those poor birds. Now, what if your body is the canary? And when it's in distress, it has a flare-up. Sound plausible? Well, let's look at stress some more. Too much stress for us is like carbon monoxide. And if too much stress builds up in our lives and in our cells, it can be a silent poison. Not all stress is toxic, though, so don't worry. There are actually healthy forms of stress, and we'll talk about those in another episode. For now, I just want you to see that you should be reading your flare-ups like a signal that something's wrong in your body. You might be thinking, duh, but the problem is not the flare-up. That's the distinction. The flare-up is actually the signal that you have a problem. Suppressing your symptoms with immunosuppressants and anti-inflammatory drugs like I was prescribed would be like if the miners put the covers on their bird cages just when the birds started freaking out. Imagine if they said, ah, oh, these birds are so stupid. What are they swaying and reeling for? Let's just shut them up and carry on mining. Soon enough, they'd all be dead, right? It's the same with your body. When you're having a flare-up, that should prompt you to hear a smoke alarm going off in your head like, "Uh uh-oh, fire, fire, fire. Or in our case, toxic stress overload, stress overload, stress overload. And we need to find the source of the fire, like any good firefighter will tell you when they're fighting a fire. The source of your flare-up is toxic stress in your cells. Identifying the toxic stress is what's tricky because the way you live your entire life if you're anything like I was when I had Bichette's, the way you live is a big toxic stress generator. Now let that sink in for a sec. The way you live is making and keeping you sick. I'm just letting that sink in because accepting that is step one. We'll get into all the types of healthy and toxic stresses in a later episode. For now, the worse your flare-ups are, the more you should be giving your body props for being such a great canary in a polluted coal mine of your stress-overloaded life. You feel me? So here's something I want you to do right now. Close your eyes right now and say to yourself, Okay, body, I know we're not really that close, but for what it's worth, 
thank you for trying to show me that my cells are overloaded with stress. I got the message. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode, wherever you listen to your podcasts, please subscribe and leave me a review and a comment. Five stars for good karma. And definitely join our Facebook group. You can find out more about that by visiting www.beatbichettes.com. I'm Maritza Lord, and if I can beat Bichettes, so can you. I'll see you in the next episode.